Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I have decided to do this show in the morning. Uh, There will not be a show tomorrow because I'm going on vacation, but this show, and the good thing about having a podcast is there's no time slot, so you can choose to do this show whenever you like, and I'm here to talk about sports before we have a big weekend, and it's exciting. We got the PGA Championship, the first major back since the pandemic. We've got some Major League Baseball games. Who's the hot teams in Major League Baseball? And the commissioner says there will be a season. They will continue to finish the 2020 season despite some of the coronavirus outbreaks. And then we have the NBA bubble as we are almost wrapping up this regular season and we're about to have playoffs. And the MLS back tournament has the Portland Timbers going all the way to the championship and they'll face the winner of Minnesota United and Orlando City SC. So that's going to be fun. And also the MLS commissioner says that there will be Major League Soccer and possibly fans. That's something we'll talk about is fans returning to sports. And also today I'm going to preview the AFC South. So let's start with the PGA Championship. It starts today. Actually, the the tee-off time will be in a couple hours on ESPN. And the defending champion, Brooks Kepka is one of the favorites and also the number one player in the world justin thomas is another favorite to win this championship it'll be the first major without fans and it's going to be very watchable i'll definitely watch it on tv and one reason is because of tiger woods tiger woods will be in this tournament he is a 22 to 1 odds winner to win this thing and i know the big story last year was him winning the masters and that was such a great story for him. Tiger Woods moves the needle. He draws at least half of the, the people that watch golf watch because of Tiger Woods. And he is like the equivalent of like t- taking him out of the tournament is like taking Steve Carell out of the office. I still watch The Office after Steve Carell left, but it wasn't as entertaining. But it was still a good show, and I was invested in some of the the cast characters but with golf when Tiger Woods left when he was injured um, you know I still was a fan of Sergio Garcia I was still a fan of Phil Mickelson and uh, Brooks Kepka. he's a very young exciting player Rory McIlroy Jordan Spieth there's a lot of great golfers there's talented golfers in the PGA but Tiger Woods was such an iconic figure that he was the biggest sports figure. When I, I know when I was in high school, he won the Masters in 1997. And it was he was young, and he dominated the sport. If you look at his major record in, from the year 2000, 2001, he was winning majors every year. He was winning almost every tournament. It was unheard of. And he just had this winning streak, which was incredible. And he was the most 
polarizing golfer, but he was also the most dominant golfer in on the PGA circuit. And there was really nobody even close to him. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, tee off time for round one of the PGA Championship in San Francisco will start this morning. All right, Major League Baseball. The Atlanta Braves lost to the Toronto Blue Jays 2-1, and you got to tip your cap to great pitching. Hin Shin Ryu uh, got the two-hit shutout. He pitched six innings. And, you know, I, I, I have to admit, I actually thought Ryu was still playing for the Dodgers. Now, he's now on the Blue Jays. He was going up against Sean Newcomb. You know, Sean Newcomb pitched four innings. He, he was throwing 90-some-odd pitches, and he gave up two runs. It, it's not too bad, but anytime you're going up against a, a great pitcher, sometimes a pitcher will have his day. And that's what happened with the Toronto Blue Jays. But the Braves will take, take on the Blue Jays today, and Tuki Toussaint will take the mound. And then they have a game against the Phillies on, on Friday. So... It is going to be interesting to see what the Braves are going to do. As right now, surprisingly, the floor, uh, man, the Miami Marlins are five and one. You know, after coming back from that long quarantine, they're five and one, and percentage-wise, they're in first place in the NLE. So the Atlanta Braves are right behind them. So we shall see how the season will pair out for that. The Chicago Cubs look like the most impressive team in the National League as they get another win. Uh, that would be a dream scenario. Cubs and Yankees in the World Series. And that would be fitting for 2020 during a pandemic. It is going to be exciting. Okay, the NBA bubble. We had a big win as the Oklahoma City Thunder defeated the Los Angeles Lakers last night. The Lakers, for the first time this season, did not lead in a game. And this is one thing that I can't stand about LeBron teams the Lakers have wrapped up the number one seed, and I feel that LeBron just mails it in. He mails in the regular season. This happened a lot with those Miami Heat teams where they didn't even try to go for the number one seed, and then he turns on the switch in the playoffs. And when he was with Miami, when he was with Cleveland, they would find a way, some way, somehow, LeBron would take it into a second and third gear in the postseason and just be dominant and I just, I can't stand it. If you're a good player, you play hard all the time. That's what was great about Michael Jordan. I was watching those Last Dance episodes, and Michael Jordan did not take time off during the regular season. He always was a competitor from start to finish, and that's what I'd like to see with LeBron, is he he only plays hard when he really needs to, like the lockdown defender that he was when you know they were taking on you know, talented teams, but you also have great teams that could be going up against the Lakers. I think the Lakers are in trouble because they just don't have the depth after LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think that J.R. Smith is spotty. I mean, he can shoot the lights out. You also have Contavious Caldwell-Pope. It seemed like he was going to be a superstar in Detroit, and then he goes to the Lakers, and I don't know what to expect. Alex Caruso? I mean, where did this guy come from? The Los Angeles Lakers, they, they're a mystery. And I'm not sure what type of team we're going to see with the Lakers. Well, that gap in the Western Conference playoff race is closing in fast as the Memphis Grizzlies only have a one-game lead. And the San Antonio Spurs could get that eighth seed. It looks like if 
if the team is within four games, they will have a play-in game for that eighth seed. So we shall see what happens in the Western Conference. I think the Eastern Conference is already wrapped up. I think the Washington Wizards are just too far out. The Brooklyn Nets will get that eighth seed and will probably take on the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round of the playoffs. And then the number two seed, the defending champs, the Toronto Raptors, will probably take on the Orlando Magic. It's funny that the Magic don't really have much of a home court advantage. Yes, they are playing in Orlando, but with no fans, there really is no home court advantage. I do enjoy seeing the virtual fans in the background when I'm watching these NBA games. It's it's pretty fun. All right, I'm going to preview the AFC South. This division... upcoming for the 2020 NFL season is a mystery. I think that you have the teams, you know, the Tennessee Titans, which came out of nowhere and went all the way to the AFC title game led by Ryan Tannehill. They gave him uh, an extension. You have Derrick Henry, probably the best running back in all of football. And the Tennessee Titans could bounce back, but you also got to remember that they're playing a tougher schedule and there's a little bit of a target on their back. You also they had some big breaks because the Indianapolis Colts were kind of rebuilding with Jacoby Brissett. We didn't really know what type of team that the Colts had. I think the Colts are going to be a lot better. So it's really hard to pick a winner in this division. I mean, the Houston Texans won the division, but they lost to the Buffalo that well they beat the Buffalo Bills and then they uh they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. You remember they were up 24 to nothing in the divisional playoff, and they opened the season against the defending world champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. What type of team is the Houston Texans going to be without DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, they still have uh, Lamar Miller, their running back. I think he's back from injury. And they still have, you know, Devin Fuller, pretty talented wide receiver. But Deshaun Watson is the glue that's going to hold this thing together. You know, J.J. Watt, he's going to be back fully recovered from his injury. He had a torn pectoral muscle and he came back. And so the Houston Texans, I still think that the Houston Texans are going to win this division, but it is going to be close. I'm going to pick that the Houston Texans are going to finish at 10 and 6, but right behind them is going to be the Indianapolis Colts led by Philip Rivers, a great team. They got a good GM. I think Frank Reich is a good head coach. I know that they were trying to build that team around Andrew Luck, and then he all of a sudden retired, and that was unfortunate because you know the, the Indianapolis Colts have a good good running back. I think he was like my sleeper on my fantasy team, Marlon Mack, and then they have T.Y. Hilton, a pretty good a wide receiver. Quentin Nelson is the best guard in football. And, of course, Darius Leonard, a very good linebacker. And they got the addition of DeForest Buckner. I think that's going to be huge. I think DeForest Buckner, who at one, at times was one of the best defensive linemen for the 49ers, and that's really saying a lot because you also have um, Nick Bosa and you have Eric Armstead. But DeForest Buckner is going to be a difference maker on that line for the Indianapolis Colts. And they got a very talented team. I think they're going to finish 9-7 and seven just because, you know, this division is just – they're going to just beat each other up in this division. They're, it's going to be very, very close. They're going to be 9-7. I think the Tennessee Titans take a step back. You know, they were 9-7 last year, and they made it all the way to the AFC title game. They're going to be 9-7 again, finishing third. You know, you have Derrick Henry. You have uh, Ryan Tannehill. But, you know, they, they lost Jarrell Casey. I mean, one thing about the, you know, the Tennessee Titans is that uh, they're going to be um, 
these teams in this division are going to be cannibalizing each other. And of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars is the biggest mystery. We don't know what type of quarterback Garner Minshew is going to be. They might be mailing it in to try to get a new quarterback. And we sh- we shall see Leonard Fournette. But we don't know what type of player he's going to be. But, you know, Garner Minshew. And then, you know, the Saxonville legacy is gone. You know, they don't have Jalen Ramsey anymore. You know, they don't have Dante Fowler. They, you know, they don't have Calais Campbell. You know, it is hard to, like, repeat what they did a couple years ago when they went all the way to the AFC title game and lost to the Patriots. That team was actually poised to actually make it to the Super Bowl. I think Doug Marone's on the hot seat, and I think that that Jacksonville will probably finish 6-10. and And that is really hard to say. I think they're going to be rebuilding this year and probably getting a franchise quarterback like a Trevor Lawrence or a um, Justin Fields in uh, the 2021 NFL Draft. All right, um, before I wrap this up, there's some other news going on. I mean, college football is still a mystery, but the UConn football team has canceled their 2020 season. It's the first of the many dominoes to fall. You have the Big 12. They're going to have nine games and then a plus one, which is an out-of-conference game. And a a lot of these conferences are just going to conference only. What is it going to look like? I mean, we may start out without fans. And I'm just I'm looking to see if they're going to put these players in a bubble. Are they going to be on campus? It, lo- it looks like a lot of these schools are going to have online, camp, you know, virtual classes to start the school season. And with that being said, do the players get to be on campus? And are they going to be trapped in a bubble? I mean, they're probably going to do a lot of testing, and we'll probably have college football without fans, but we're definitely going to have the NFL without fans. So this fall. We're going to have a lot of sports, and it is going to be exciting. I cannot wait for that. I want to thank everybody that has listened to my show and downloaded my podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I will not be on tomorrow because I am going on vacation. I will talk to you guys Monday. On Monday's show, we will preview the NFC East. And I know all you Dallas Cowboy fans really want to know how I feel about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and their expectations. And of course, I will the final uh, division preview on Tuesday will be the AFC East. So I will wrap up this you know NFL preview show cuz really it would take forever. If I did an NFL preview show for the 2020 season, it would just it would be like 2 hours. I got to break down every division every day, something to look forward to. And that's what I've decided to do. All right, everybody, keep practicing social distancing. This pandemic is still going on. We may not have a vaccination maybe until November, December. And still, even with the vaccination, 2021 still looks like it's going to be people wearing masks and practicing social distancing. I've already talked to some people, and they said a lot of things that we're doing in 2021 is going to go virtual anyway. So our world, our life, our society has changed as a whole. And uh, hopefully it doesn't affect sports that much. I'll talk to you Monday and we'll recap everything that's gone on over the weekend. So everybody have a safe day. Have a great weekend and I will see you Monday. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family.
This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.